we want to make progress, but we also want to enjoy the present, that there needs to be a little bit of balance of both. And so when we are being self-full, we are not suspending all of our joy for some later date. We allow ourselves to feel joy because it energizes us. Welcome to Messy and Magnificent, the place driven women come to elevate their career, health, and relationships. In here, we increase your productivity by replacing always being busy with the space to breathe. Hear your own wisdom and be part of a sisterhood that has your back. My name is Carly Fain, and together we're going to make sure that you have a doable plan and the roots to rise. Well, hello, it is your gal Carly. And before I forget, this episode is brought to you by the breakthrough sessions we offer in my private practice. You might not know this, but I actually take on a handful of private clients each year And together, we work one-on-one to create a career that deeply nourishes you so that both your heart and your bank account are full at the same time. So if you ever listen to this podcast and think, geez, Louise, that was helpful, well, you might want to apply for a one-time private breakthrough session with me. If I know I can help you, then we're going to hop on the phone and in about 60 minutes, we will get super clear about what you value. And then we'll create a step-by-step plan to make having the life and career you really want doable without you having to work as hard as you currently are. Head on over to carlyfane.com and click on the Start Here button and see what other people have to say about having a breakthrough session and apply for your own. That's carlyfane.com. Click the Start Here button and together we will make sure you have more time and energy abundance on the spot. Oh my gosh, it happened again. (laughs) So you know how I've said very openly that I am a recovering perfectionist and a recovering people pleaser on top of that? Well, last week I noticed that I started to feel kind of crunched for time and that I was taking myself a little bit too seriously. And that is always the indicator that I've accidentally started to prioritize things that aren't in alignment with what I actually value. And one of my values right now is fun, enjoying the present moment just as much as I tend to making progress. So if I was running a late night infomercial for today's episode and I wanted to have a little fun doing the intro, I would start with something like, have you found yourself wanting to snap at someone lately? Or do you feel secretly behind even though other people are impressed with you? Are you tired of juggling the needs of others and your own needs too and finding that most of the time you say yes to things that end up draining you? Well, this is the episode for you. Now, thank you for being a little silly with me here. But if I'm real, as women and frankly, as all human beings, We are in this really interesting time right now because on one hand, we are so done burning our bodies and our minds and our spirits into the ground in order to take care of what everybody else wants from us all the time. But on the other hand, we know that it can't always be about us either, right? That we do want to be of service to others and we don't want to be self-absorbed narcissists who are always me, me, me all the time. We know that having a my way or the highway mentality sounds fun, but in reality, it leaves us alone. It means we're going to be isolated if we're always expecting other people to think about us all the time. So 
If you've ever wondered, okay, so what do we do about this? How do I make sure that I'm both taking care of myself and I'm being there for other people when it's appropriate? For real, turn up the volume because today I'm going to offer you what I call a self-full framework so that you have a sense of when it makes sense to give and when it is not time to give and when it's time to actually be speaking up for what you need. So as we launch into the self-full framework, this really comes from all of these conversations I have again and again and again with my driven women clients who are concerned that they don't want to be selfish, but they also have goals. You know, they have progress. And I want to give a shout out to a woman who left a comment on um, iTunes. They said, this is so helpful. I love that this podcast is a reminder that self-nourishment and care is foundational to everything else that we do in life. Carly is so skilled at sharing amazing, doable, practical tools and insights on how to create a life you deeply love and cherish. Alex, thank you so much for making that comment. I really took it to heart when I was planning this episode because A, you're right, self-nourishment and care is foundational. And we're definitely going to talk about that today. And I also wanted to make sure that just like in prior episodes, this one is particularly doable because you don't need me to tell you that when we are practicing when to take care of ourselves and when to meet the needs of others, all sorts of feels can come up. So I want to make sure that you have space to feel everything you're feeling and that we know how to work through that in a really appropriate way. So here's kind of the outline of what I'm about to go over with you today. First, I'm going to explain what being self-full is. Maybe you know that concept or maybe it is brand new to you and this is a word you're going to want to add to your personal dictionary. Then we're going to go over some very specific signs that you're ready to be more self-full. The third thing we're going to do is go over three specific mindsets that women who are self-full, meaning they know when to say yes to others and they know when to say yes to themselves, These are the mindsets that these women already know and live by. I love seeing inside the minds of other people and what works for them. So I'm going to share with you what works for them. And I want you to pick the one that really speaks to you and put it to use in a doable way so that you know on the spot when it's time to do for others and when it is time to do for you. And then... I'm going to give you the cherry on top of this Sunday. This cherry isn't frivolous, though. It is essential. We're actually going to go over how to make what you learned today stick. So the next time you don't know if you should be saying yes to somebody or not, or if you have more to give, or if you need to ask for help, you will be ready for it. You will not be caught off guard. You will be a lot clearer about when it's appropriate to take care of yourself and when it's appropriate to take care of somebody else. Cool? All right, let's rock and roll. Number one, we're going to talk about what being self-full is. Here's the thing. There is not one way of being in the world, right? Meaning that self-care or our own nourishment, it's really a spectrum, right? So if you thought about it like a spectrum, you thought about it like a line, on one end of that line is being selfish. And I know If you are the kind of person who is listening to this podcast, your goal is not to be more selfish. So we can just like clear that off the plate. If you're ever worried about being too selfish, odds are you automatically lean towards wanting to care for others. Just the fact 
that you're having that worry or concern tells me that you genuinely care about other people. So we know selfish isn't the goal. The other end of the spectrum is being selfless, as in giving to everybody first all the time. I'm going to be really honest, pretty frank with you. I find selfless women really freaking exhausting to be around because they've become martyrs. They're doing, doing, doing so much for others that they are chronically tired and depleted, that they aren't operating at their full capacity. And I know that this is tricky stuff because it is what we have been taught to be, right? We have been taught to lose ourselves in acts of service for others and that that will increase the greater good. But we all know that being an extremist doesn't usually work in either direction. So we don't want to be selfish, but we don't necessarily want to be selfless either. We don't want to burn you into the ground. So in the center of this spectrum is a place of being self-full. Being self-full or being a self-full woman is a person that knows that nourishing herself deeply is the way that she can be of the most service to others, being at her best for the long haul. Let me say that again. A self-full woman knows that nourishing herself deeply is how she will be of the best service to herself and others for the long haul. This is an act of sustainability, right? Of sustaining the good work that you want to do in the world. So I think about it like this. If you were over at my house and I was pouring you a delicious hot cup of tea and it was on a saucer, right? I would come over and I would begin to pour warm tea into your glass and the glass would fill and fill and fill. And at some point, it would begin to spill over into the saucer. A self-full woman gives to others what is in the saucer and what is in the cup is only ever for you. A self-full woman gives what is in the saucer because it is surplus. It is abundance. She is genuinely eager to share it with others and it doesn't take anything away from her wholeness because her cup is still full. That is what being selfful is all about. So that is the context of the rest of what we are about to go over. Being selfful is being one that is so nourished that you can be of your best service to others. And we all know that because when you've gotten good sleep, when you're feeling on top of the world, you are less likely to snap. You're more calm. You think quicker. Somebody cuts you off in traffic. It's no big deal, right? But if you're feeling either selfish or selfless, so you're depleted and somebody cuts you off in traffic, you're probably not going to think or behave at your best, right? So what we're looking for is this self full center right here in the middle. So let me give you some quick signs that you might be ready to be self-full. This is really similar to some of the signs that I see with clients who are ready to up their boundaries. So if you have a sense as I'm going through today's topic that having better boundaries would help you be more self-full, if knowing where to say no to people would be helpful, Make sure, if you haven't gotten already, get free access to my Boundaries Like a Boss course. You can go to carlyfane.com and get it entirely for free. It will guide you through the exact steps to make having boundaries doable. There's nothing for sale in there. 
Or you can listen to episode four, where I broke down the doable ways to begin having boundaries. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes that go with this episode. So here are the ways that being called to be selfful often show up for women. And the first few will be similar to boundaries, but there is one juicy one at the end that is just specific to being called to being selfful. Ready? So if you are finding yourself wanting to snap either at other people or yourself, this is a call to be selfful. <laughs> I feel a little bit like Jeff Foxworthy and his you might be a redneck if, right? You might be being called to be selfful if you find yourself wanting to snap and you feel terrible about it because you're not a jerk. You're not trying to snap at people. Another chronic symptom I see for people who are ready to be more selfful is you are simultaneously tired and wired. So by the end of the day, you are absolutely spent, you are exhausted, and yet your mind is racing a thousand miles a minute. You want to sleep or you want to get to chill out on the sofa, but your mind is still going gangbusters. Another common symptom of being ready to be self-full is having perplexing health stuff going on. Things that usually wouldn't have been a big deal if they only happened once in a while, but now they're starting to up and it's messing with your game. And this often looks like chronic migraines, headaches, digestive issues, heartburn, and sometimes it's more serious medical conditions than that. And they're the kind of things that you know would be better if you could just get a little bit of rest or space for yourself. Another one is feeling secretly behind. And this one is really interesting because other people are celebrating you for what a good job you're doing, but you know you're capable of more. You just haven't figured out how to get to it because there's so much on your plate, right? And then we've got good old-fashioned imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is really doubting yourself, wondering if you have what it takes, feeling like you might be a fraud for the things that do go well because you're thinking, geez, Louise, at any moment, people are going to realize that I don't have it as together as everybody thinks, right? And that in and of itself can just be a spiraling downward kind of thought. Now, if any of those are relatable, you need to know this. They are not a sign that something is wrong with you. They are simply a sign that you are being called to be a little bit more selfful. And here's the final sign. This one is particularly relevant to people who are ready to be selfful. You don't know what you want. You don't know. You know you want something different than it is right now. Maybe in your work or in a career or around your health, but you don't even know specifically what that is. Or maybe you feel like you don't know who you are. So if you are having thoughts about, I don't know what I want. I know I want something different, but I don't know what it is yet. Or who am I? I don't even know who I am anymore. I don't even know what I like or what my preferences are or what I really care about anymore. Again, not a sign that something is wrong with you. This is a symptom of being called to elevate your self-fullness. I will be really curious to hear from you. Send me a DM or hit me up on social and tell me if any of those sound like you. And perhaps you extend a little bit of grace your way because we have women, as women were not taught how to be selfful. We were taught to be selfless. We were taught to be praised for giving everything we have to everybody else. So now, you know, if you're in the right conversation, if any of those symptoms I was just talking about sound relatable, great. We are about to go over the mindsets, three specific mindsets that women who are selfful already know and live by. 
what I would love for you to do is just listen in and pick the one that really speaks to you. And we're going to start to begin to put it to use in a really doable way, right? So that you know when it's time to do for yourself and when it's time to do for you. So mindset number one of a selfful woman is she knows that being nourished isn't nice or something you earn. Being nourished isn't nice or something you earn. Being self-full is essential. It is the foundation that your entire career and life are built upon. I want to give you a funny example of this. Years ago, I did a one-time breakthrough session with a brand new client and she, she builds databases. And, you know, I think of people who know how to manage databases and sort through data as like sorcerers. Because to me, it's like so outside the wheelhouse of what I enjoy or what I'm good at. Right. And she is one of those people when she would talk about crunching numbers and looking at data, she would light up. She would glow. And she left the private sector where she was being paid very well to do this to go start her own business, creating databases for nonprofits. She wanted to help them be able to get the most grants and be able to get the most donations by tracking their their data, by tracking, you know, what people might be interested in giving to them and making sure that they were reaching out to the right people. And so her heart was in the best possible place. However, she was really struggling financially. She had a couple great clients. Anybody that worked with her loved her, but she just wasn't sure how to get enough clients. And so she was working around the clock. And when we did our first breakthrough session, I asked her a little bit about what brings her joy. And she told me, oh my gosh, Carly, sitting in the corner of my office is my sewing machine. It's got a sheet over it and it is literally collecting dust. I love to quilt. I love making these handmade quilts and giving them to my friends and family. It just brings me so much joy. So I keep telling myself the next time I land a high paying client, I can start to quilt again. But until then, I need to just be working hard. And the second she heard this, it hit me like a knot in my stomach. That she was trying to give so much to everything else and doing her best to get her business off the ground that she was working around the clock, spinning her wheels, becoming exhausted. She had told herself that she needed to earn the right to have joy when joy was very literally sitting in her office and available to her in the present moment. See, that's what I was talking about a little bit at the top of this episode when I said, we want to make progress, but we also want to enjoy the present, that there needs to be a little bit of balance of both. And so when we are being self-full, we are not suspending all of our joy for some later date. We allow ourselves to feel joy because it energizes us. And doing anything important, like making a change in your career or your health or your relationships, it takes energy. <laughs> it just does. So. We want to make sure that you are energized, that you are getting to do the things that bring you joy and energy so you've got that energy to give to yourself and others. So with this mindset, here's a mantra to go along with it. Being self-full isn't nice. It's essential if I want to get where I want to go and enjoy the ride there. All right, mindset number two, that women who are already self-full know. They know that their nourishment is not separate from their career or the rest of their personal life. See, here's the thing. There is no such 
thing as work you and family you or friend you or colleague you or sister you or spouse you or any of that, right? You are not these individual fragments. You are one whole being. And the moment that we begin to see ourselves as fragments, we also fragment our energy. And so while it sounds nice on paper to be able to say, well, this is my work time and this is my home time and this is my friend time. And of course, we do need you know, separate space for some of those things. The truth is you are one whole being, which means the way you show up in any one area is directly related to the way you show up in other areas. Let me give you kind of a funny example of this. So I used to work in physical therapy when I was right out of college. And I remember having this one patient who was having this really perplexing pain in his neck. And he was a long distance truck driver. So he would, you know, do these like long haul truck rides. And he had this pain in his neck and it was driving him nuts. And he used to be able to pop aspirin and it wasn't cutting it anymore. And so we're talking about what could be causing this pain. And we're talking about, you know, where his hands are when he's on the steering wheel and he's trying all these things and new lumbar support in his cab of his truck and all this and nothing's working. One day he's in my office and I noticed that he's sitting a little like cockeyed. He was leaning a little bit to the left side in his seat. And I said, hey, like, what's going on there? How come can you get your your hips kind of evenly balanced? And I'm wondering, oh, gee, is there something wrong with his hips? And he said, well, sure, if I took my wallet out of my pocket. And he leans back and out of his back right pocket of his jeans, he pulls out this huge, thick, fat wallet full of all the receipts that he has to save to hand into his employer so that he can write off his, his expenses when he's on the road. And he had this big honking wallet sitting in his back pocket for nine to 12 hours a day when he would drive his truck. And because of the way the body works, the imbalance in his hips caused certain muscles to compensate all the way up his spine to the back of his neck where he finally felt the pain. In other words, there was nothing seriously wrong with this man. What was actually happening was this seemingly unrelated thing had a direct impact on the way his body was functioning. So when I say that women who are able to be self-full understand that their nourishment is not separate from their career or their personal lives, what I mean is that they understand that when they are nourished, they do better at work or they do better with their family or with their friends. They're calmer. They're able to see solutions a lot quicker. They're able to get more done in less time. So they're much more efficient and much more productive. So taking time for yourself for five or 10 minutes in the morning or over your lunch break or whenever it works for you is not something that is actually separate from your career or your family or your personal life. It is directly related. So here's the mantra for this mindset. I am one whole being. And the way I show up for myself is a testament to how much I care about showing up for others too. And if I'm honest, this one gets me a little bit fired up because I don't believe anymore when somebody tells me that all they care about is a cause or all they care about is taking care of so-and-so. I don't believe that that's true. I think there's actually something going on there within us when we're coming from that place of caring about other things at our own expense, where we have convinced ourselves that slowing down and taking care of ourselves is going to be so foreign and so strange and also give us time to feel all the things that we are going to feel when we slow down. And I think a faster way to have said that would be 
Sometimes us high-achieving, driven folks are most scared of slowing down and nourishing ourselves because we know that when we do, we are going to feel the things that we have been avoiding. But here's the thing. You can handle it. We know you can handle it because you have done hard things in your life before. So we want to remember, the way I show up for myself is a testament to how much I care about showing up for others too. All right, here's the third mindset. This might be the edgiest of all of my mindsets, but frankly, it's true and I love saying it. So women who are able to be self-full while having a career and relationships that they love know that if you are not disappointing someone, you are exhausting yourself. Let me say that again. If you are not disappointing someone, you are exhausting yourself. Self. You see, women who are able to be self-full decide that they are not in the business of being the emotional support person for everyone in their world because they're not running a business and personal liquidation. You know, there's like liquidation businesses with all the signs and the flashy ads and usually like yellow and red, you know, going out of business. We are not running a business or career or a family that's based in that type of mentality, right? We are trying to be in this for the long haul, to make the greatest impact or the greatest income or to have really healthy relationships that go the distance. So we have to be okay with potentially disappointing other people. And I say potentially because I cannot tell you how often there actually isn't any disappointment. And an example of this would be, I gave a shout out on the last podcast where a woman had sent me a private message and she said, I had a terrible migraine coming on at work. I closed the doors and the blinds to my office and I took a really short nap and it was amazing. And I got so much more work done that day and nobody even knew about it and it was totally fine. And it was kind of this aha, right? Because it's like all these years, probably could have done that a whole lot sooner, right? but she was willing to potentially disappoint somebody. She was willing for her door to be shut and the kind of people who would normally just kind of barge in unannounced and chit-chat during the day wouldn't have been able to do that. We have to be okay with potentially disappointing other people, right? So if our sense of worth and value is constantly attached to how much we do for others, well, we're probably never gonna be fully self-full, right? So the mantra here is, I am not a business in liquidation. I am in this for the long haul. So permission to potentially disappoint somebody so that you don't disappoint yourself. Mm, I'm going to say that again. Permission to potentially disappoint somebody else because the alternative will always be disappointing yourself. So quick recap. On those three mindsets that self-full women already know and live into, I want you to listen in to the one that's really speaking to you right now. Which one feels particularly relevant to where you find yourself? Mindset number one, being nourished isn't nice or something I need to earn. Being self-full is essential. It is the foundation that my entire life and career are built upon. Mindset number two, My nourishment is not separate from my career or my family. Or another way of saying that, my nourishment is not separate from my career or my personal life. And number three, if I am not disappointing someone, I am exhausting myself. So these mindsets are great, right? But 
how do we make them stick? (laughs) How do we make everything that we've just been talking about here your new normal, right? Well, here's how you don't make it stick. You don't make it stick by listening to this podcast, maybe grabbing a cool thought or two, and then going on with your day. We don't change just through talking about it. We change through doing about it. We must take action. And I think about learning to be selfful. It's kind of like learning a new language. It really helps to be around other fluid speakers and be practicing it or else we forget it, right? So you got to be around other people who lean towards being selfful if you want it to be a whole lot easier for you to be selfful in your life. So selffulness becomes your new normal. It sticks when you practice it and keep the conversation going. So here is your action step today. I want you to tell me on iTunes or social media, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, which mantra stood out to you the most? Which of these mindsets really spoke to you today? I want you to post it. If it's public, I want you to tag me in it. Let's make this whole selfful concept your new normal by being in direct conversation about it, by beginning to think about where you can apply it, where it's showing up in your life, and who you might want to tell that you're working on it so that they can be part of this selfful movement with you. So maybe you've got somebody or a bunch of somebodies in your life that you know would love to be part of this way of being selfful, and maybe you don't. And if you don't, you've certainly got me. So reach out and keep this conversation going. And I'm going to say what I'm about to say because I really believe in you and I respect you. Don't you dare just move on with your day without forming a connection with me or somebody else around this subject of being selfful. Because when you are selfful, our world becomes more selfful. It becomes more sustainable and more women get to rise. And that includes you. So remember, you thrive through nourishment, not punishment. Keep prioritizing what you value, including yourself. And I will see you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Messy and Magnificent podcast and being part of this dynamic, life-giving community of women. I consider each episode part of a lifelong conversation of you and me hanging out, sipping tea together, making sure that all women become richer, more nourished, and able to keep on rising. So I'll see you on the next episode next week. But in the meantime, don't forget to head over to carlyfane.com forward slash podcast to get the full show notes. And I've also got some extra special free resources for driven women over there that you won't find anywhere else.